Okay. Um, welcome to the next episode of the Growth Track Podcast. We've only got a couple to go before the year has finished, and I'm here for the first time in a long while with Johnny Gumbel. <laughs> welcome back, Johnny. Thank you very much, James. Uh, very quickly, where, where have you been? What have you been doing? Holiday it uh, was? So I came in from home. Um, but before that, <laughs> so yeah, we were on sabbatical. We were in, uh, trying to be in Hong Kong and then America, but only made it to Hong Kong. So we had three and a half, and then got delayed coming back. So we had three and a half months there. And what were you doing in Hong Kong? So we were with Jackie Bullinger's organization, St. Stephen's, uh, living in um, their uh, kind of community uh, with people coming off drugs. Mm-hmm. And so there were adult men, teenage uh, teenage boys, teenage girls, adult women, all in this, uh, it was sort of like a compound. Yeah. Um, and we, and there were other families there. We lived there as a family and sort of joined in community life. And how was it? Uh, it was, it was life changing. It was, um, it was everything I'd, everything we'd hoped for. Yeah. And amazing for Tara and the children to, s- to see it and experience it. Mm. And, um, and for me, I'd been before, and so it's great to be reminded of some things. And then, and we just learned so so much there. And then coming back and realizing, oh yeah, some things really have changed. Yeah. As a result of of being back. Because you went, there. you um, yeah. you end of February was it? Or we went twenty uh, third of February. Yeah. So, the world went into lockdown. Ah uh, yes, yeah, so there were about fifty seven cases in the UK. Yeah. When we left. Wow. Well, here we are. You, yeah. You've um, returned. Yeah. And we are sitting socially distant in uh, these lovely sort of purple velvety sofas, which yeah, I don't amazing know. Amazing. That's probably one of the biggest changes yeah. that's happened since you. <laughs> yeah, the growth track got a new budget. We sort of splashed out. And here and we are. so much better to be not flying at the moment. Oh, yeah. yeah. We've traveled so much this year on the growth track. It's yeah. nice to just sit here in the crypt and be comfortable. Yeah. And the airlines are really struggling. I know. We'll help them out again soon. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably a good thing for the environment. They are struggling. Yeah, probably. Yeah, cruises and airlines, mm. not very helpful. Not, th- I mean, yeah, anyway. <laughs> well, Johnny, um, thank you for, for joining me and uh, probably my mum who's listening. Uh, these last couple of podcasts, uh, uh, Hannah Milne's going to join us in one as well. She's going to talk about how do you finish something like the growth track and nice. uh, what does life look like beyond. Yes. And uh, and in these last two, I, I wanted to talk about two topics, uh, uh, one being wisdom and one being the Christian life. And uh, we'll talk about wisdom for a few moments and then in the next podcast we'll talk about the Christian life. Johnny, you're a, um, you're a bit of a... A bit of like a, a wizard, really, like a, a wise Thank old. Thank you very owl. much. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you do yeah. have Gandalf's sword, don't you? I have Gandalf's sword, and there's a particular line in Lord of the Rings in the appendices where it talks about uh, the wizards <laughs> that arrived in Middle Earth, and they, um, uh, when they arrive in Middle Earth, they arrive already old, oh. and then age but slowly, and I feel like I arrived in the world. Yes, already old. Because I've always thought you're very old. Yeah. But actually, I'm not as old as I appear. No. Not in my 30s. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not in my 30s. Wow. I know. No one would guess. I've had a few people um, asking me about 
uh, Nicky Gumble, my brother. <laughs> uh, which I was trying to work out whether that's having a sort of a compliment to dad or an insult to me, and I've, Probably I've both. gone for the latter. <laughs> well, um, anyway, um, Jody, you're uh, you're a very wise man, and um, I wanted I wanted to ask you a few questions about wisdom and mm. how do we become wise people and. Uh, I guess to start, um, what is wisdom? Yeah. Uh, thank you so much, James. Uh, <laughs> the um, wisdom, I suppose, in the in the Christian life, when you're um, growing in in faith, there are, I suppose, different um, different elements of that life. So there's our understanding, what we believe, mm-hmm. in terms of truths. Yeah. Uh, the theological term is doctrine. Yeah. So what do we le- believe about the world? We believe the world is good but fallen. Yeah. Uh, what do we believe about Jesus? We believe that he is uh, fully God, fully man. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do we believe uh, about uh, atonement, how we're put right, what we're put right through the, through the cross? We mm-hmm. believe that Jesus rose from the dead. There are various things which are truths, Yes. Um, and that would be called doctrine. Then there's... Uh, what you might call ethics or morality, which mm-hmm. is trying to work out what's right and wrong. Uh, things around uh, violence, sexual ethics, yeah. uh, ethics around money, um, justice, equality, those would be uh, ethical issues. Mm-hmm. And there's a kind of right or wrong. Yes. For those. It might be quite hard to work out what's right and wrong, but you feel like there is a right or wrong yeah. that you're searching for. And then there's obedience, mm-hmm. which is where we try and follow God's voice in a particular direction. So God says, move to Australia. Yes. Go to Hong Kong for three months. Yeah. Um, marry this person. Break up with this person. Yes. Um, take this job. Mm-hmm. Uh, trust in me for this. Give away this money. Yeah. And so it's not ethical questions of is it okay, is it morally right or wrong to go to America or not? Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's a question of obedience. Of mm-hmm. God, is God calling me to do this, or is He not? Where is God asking me to live, and all, all the rest? That's obedience. But then there's wisdom, which is really about how to live well in the world. Um, it's sometimes described as the the art of living or the art mm. of steering through life. And so these are the kind of questions like: Is it wise to when you've bought a train ticket? to buy insurance for that ticket <laughs> just in case you miss your train. Yeah. Is that a good use of money or not? It's not an, it's not an ethical question. Yes. Um, it's not a question of doctrine. Yeah. It's not even really a question of obedience. God, yes. what are you asking me to do? It's a question of, this, is this a sensible thing? And the Bible talks about truths, talks about morality. Mm-hmm. It talks about obedience a lot, but it also talks about just wisdom. Yeah. Um, which are things to do with self-control, um, how we deal with money, mm-hmm. uh, being wise to save, yeah. how we deal in our relationships, the kind of things that help to have strong relationships to get things done effectively. Yeah. Um, and so that's wisdom. It's the art of the art of living. The art of living. So um, according that's ca- sorry, that's Karl Barth. Karl Barth. The art of living. The art of living, and. S- in that case, Johnny, how, how do we, how do we live a wise life? How do we grow in wisdom? Well, two uh, key examples of wisdom in the in the Bible, uh, in the Old Testament, 
are um, there's Solomon. Yeah. Uh, so Solomon asked God for wisdom. God asked, uh, says to him, "You can ask for anything, uh, riches, power." Um, and he asks for he asks for wisdom, and then it's a gift from God. Yeah. So wisdom is something we ask God for, and He gives as a gift. And so that's just an important thing in life. Often we're faced with things where we just don't know what to do mm. in terms of our relationships, marriage, parenting, dating, singleness, just um, or work. Yes. Just what is the right thing to do? A tricky situation at work with someone you don't know what, whether to confront something or just let something go or whatever it is. And you need wisdom. And... Uh, that God is a God who gives wisdom when we ask. So to be confident that that this is something we can we can ask God for. So that's one thing. Yeah. And then the other source of wisdom is um, is experience. Yeah. So the other example you'd look to in the Old Testament is uh, Joseph. Yep. And Joseph, <laughs> who starts off. Why are you laughing? No, I just yeah. <laughs> you 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 smiled. I can tell that you're you're there's some goodness coming. <laughs> Um, so Joseph and I know what you're about to say that's um, <laughs> Joseph I'm so predictable uh, so Joseph in um, uh, in Genesis uh, Genesis uh, chapter 37 you start off meeting Joseph when he's 13 yeah and there's not much wisdom in his life so uh, I mean it's tricky for him so his father Israel or Jacob uh, loved Joseph more than any of his other sons not a particularly wise thing to do uh, because like. he'd been born to him in his old age and he made him a richly ornamented robe for him when his brothers saw that their father loved him more than any of them they hated him and could not speak a kind word to him Joseph had a dream and when he told it to his brothers they hated him all the more he said, listen to this dream I had. We were binding sheaves of grain out in the field when suddenly my sheaf rose and stood upright while your sheaves gathered around mine and bowed down to it. His brothers said to him, do you intend to reign over us? Will you actually rule us? And they hated him all the more because of his dream and what he had said. Then he had another dream and he told it to his brothers. Listen, he said, I had another dream and this time the sun and moon and 11 stars were bowing down to me. When he told his father, as well as his brothers, his father rebuked him and said, What is this dream you had? Will your mother and I and your brothers actually come and bow down to the ground before you? His brothers were jealous of him, but his father kept all these matters in mind. So, um, Joseph, there's very little self-control here. Yes. So he's had a dream, yep. quite excited by it. Doesn't really kind of <laughs> work out whether this is a helpful thing to share. <laughs> To his brothers yeah. and to his parents. He just says whatever comes into his head. Yeah. So there's not a lot of self-control there. And he seems to have worked out how to bring out the worst in everyone <laughs> around yeah. him. Even his father, who loves him more than any of his other children, find, is finding him annoying. Um, and he's, his father makes him this robe, which isn't very helpful. But he then wears it. And then later on, he goes off to see his brothers wearing his robe <laughs> like you'd have thought he'd think yeah th thanks dad for the robe this could be really helpful with my brothers uh yeah yeah no no definitely I'll, w I'll wear it and as soon as his father leaves the room i'll take that off put it in a drawer and hopefully no one will notice yeah but he doesn't he's like oh i'll go off to see my brother i might which what should i wear i might wear my special robe <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which shows that my father loves me more than them yeah i think that's a great thing to wear yes um so there's not there's not a lot of wisdom and he's a dreamer. Mm -hmm. it's not, so there's nothing really connected to reality. 
So he, there's no self-control. He's a dreamer. And these are all aspects of a life which is not lived wisely. Mm. But then he goes through all these ex- terrible experiences. Yeah. He's, his brothers, understandably but wrongly. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> Just, just to that. clarify that, that's a moral question. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what they did was wrong. What they do is they sell him into slavery. But if I was there, <laughs> I'm just saying I'm not judging. Yeah, I'm not. Ju- I might have. <laughs> yeah, you can understand it. Yeah. Anyway, they thr- they sell him into slavery. Yeah. Tell his father that um, he died. So there's lying, selling yes. someone into slavery. All all terrible things. But then Joseph, he then finds himself in Egypt, foreign land, not speaking the language, as a sl- sold as a slave. But he immediately just tries to make the best of it. So he works hard. Yeah. That's kind of a- an aspect of wisdom. He is responsible. So Potiphar, who buys him, quickly puts Joseph in charge of his whole household. And so he's learning not to be a dreamer, but to be a doer, to kind of yeah. practically how to run things. Um, but then also you see him beginning to exercise self-control. So when Potiphar's wife takes notice of Joseph, a very handsome young man, uh, she tries to sleep with him, and she's trying to persuade him and try to get a situation where it's just the two of them, and he just refuses. And what's really interesting is that uh, what he says to her, uh, he, he refuses, and he says... Um, uh, the reason is because of his loyalty to his master. How could I do such a wicked thing and sin against God? Now, what he doesn't say is, I'm sorry, I'm just not really att- attracted to you. Yeah. Or, um, like, for all we know, he was very attracted to her. Yeah. Uh, for all we know, he was in love with her. Yeah. But he just knew it wasn't the right thing. Yeah. And that's the kind of thing of self-control. No longer mm-hmm. is he just saying whatever he thinks of saying, wants yeah. to say, do whatever he wants to do. Yeah. It's the kind of the w- self-discipline uh, which shows real wisdom. Um, and then it sort of goes on. There's, he's then thrown into pr- falsely accused of rape, thrown into prison again. He starts running the prison. He just puts things into practice. And then later when he moves into, uh, he becomes actually eventually ruler of Egypt, you see again his his practical nature. He takes a long-term view. He realizes yes. there are going to be seven years of plenty and then seven years of famine. Well, if we save what we've got over these seven years, then we'll mm. have enough for the seven years of famine. And so he takes a long-term view. He, t- he works out a strategy in terms of storing food and a way of distributing food. And from, from being th- this dreamer, mm. he becomes the supreme administrator. Yeah. And... Again, a real, um, again, it's not very wise to just spend the money you have and not save for the future mm. and not take a long-term view. But then when his brothers come and visit him, you see how Joseph very skillfully, A, he doesn't reveal who he is. Mm-hmm. He sort of holds himself back, self-control again. And he works out a way to test their character. Yes. And to bring out the best in them, not the worst in them. So that by the end of the story, Judah, who was the one who'd suggested, whose idea it was to throw him in, throw Joseph, to sell Joseph into slavery, mm. this very same Judah is the one who says that he will give up his place for Benjamin's freedom. Mm. Uh, because uh, Joseph said that Benjamin will have to stay in Egypt. 
and Judas says he'll give up his life mm. for Benjamin. And suddenly there's this, this shift in which he's able to bring out the best in those around him. Yeah. And there's a real, there's a kind of beauty in his relationships then of him. He says to his brothers, come close to me. These, these yeah. brothers who have rejected him, sold him into slavery. He's been, and then his other experience with other people has been mm. being uh, falsely accused of rape, mm. being forgotten, being abused. And yet he says, come close to me. Yes. It's an ability to relate to people yeah. well. And then there's this amazing humility in the mix of it, because humility is an important part of, of wisdom, that he's not really thinking about himself anymore by the end of the story. And when he says, he's, he's trying to comfort his brothers who are feeling bad and understandably worried, mm. uh, he says, no, don't worry, because um, what you meant for evil, God meant for good, and the saving of many lives, not the fulfillment of my dreams, yeah. but the saving of many lives. Yeah. He's become smaller through it. And then there's this thing which I find fascinating, which is right at the end of Genesis. He says, when you go back into Canaan, take my body with you so that I can be buried in Canaan. Now, if there was one thing the Egyptians did well, it was burials. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there are the pyramids. Yeah. He is the the second most important person in Egypt, you'd have thought he'd have had his eye on a nice pyramid. Yeah. <laughs> but he said he wants to be buried in this obscure land yeah, wow. where no one will ever remember. Then there's, no, uh, there's no marking yeah. of, of Joseph's burial place. But there's that kind of humility that comes yeah. with that. And so there's one, God gives us wisdom. Yes, yeah. to we experience, we we grow in wisdom. Yeah, and um, what, can I ask one question before we yeah. go? Uh, um, it, often, you know, you might hear this sort of phrase to seek wise counsel. And Johnny, yeah. one of the things I've most struggled with with you being away is I can't just continuously bother you until yeah, you sort to of give me wise counsel. <laughs> yeah, I can't give you wise yeah. counsel. Yeah, I um, know. I've, I imagine that was difficult. Yeah, a very practical question. Um, do, do you personally do you have people in your life? In, in, in t people who you consider to be wise yeah. that you go to with, you know, in terms of living life well? D are there certain voices that you've put in your life or, or voices that you listen to um, that, that help you live a wise life? Yeah, well, I mean, the f most important is uh, Jesus is the wise, <laughs> is, is the wisdom of God. And uh, there's a verse in Proverbs, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. So, uh, God is, is the one who made the world through his wisdom. Listening to God, listening to the world, that's a source of, mm. of, of wisdom. Um, but then there are other people like Archie, mm. incredibly wise. Um, I go to him, to my parents. Mm -hmm. Because wisdom often comes from experience. Yeah. The older generations are yeah. often the people you go to. But then also because wisdom is a gift, you sometimes just notice people around, yeah. sometimes very young, yeah. But God has given them this gift. Yeah. And so you think, oh, what, sh what should I do? What should I do in this, in this situation? And then I think, I mean, just, just listening to different voices and reading different books is a way of, I mean, you can do it one-to-one -one in terms of personal conversation, mm. but you're listening for, for wisdom. Um, and so, you know, something like um, having just finished Ben Lindsay's book, we need yes. to talk about race. 
so that's uh, just a, a phenomenal book but it's a lot of it is um when dealing with something or like racial injustice mm. and seeking racial justice there's a kind of moral question yes which is about the inherent goodness of racial justice, the yeah. inherent evil of racial injustice. Yeah. But then there's the wisdom question of how, what's the best way yes. yeah. of trying to achieve what we try, we're trying to achieve? Yeah. What's helpful, what isn't helpful? Mm -hmm. Things which probably aren't moral questions, but just a question of wisdom. Yes. And so something like reading a book like that, it's like, oh, okay, that's so really helpful. helpful. So that's, that's a good way of going about it. Yeah. That was actually counterproductive mm -hmm. doing this. Okay, so that, I feel like that's, been a huge source of wisdom um for me just re reading that book mm. and then trying to um listen as much as possible to kind of different voices yeah perfect johnny i knew you'd be really good at this topic <laughs> thanks james um could you pray for us to finish yes um lord we thank you uh that you are the source of all wisdom and lord we need wisdom Wisdom of how to speak, how to act, how to live lives, live life well. And so we pray for your, um, for your inspiration and guidance, for your wisdom. And Lord, when we go through the difficult times in life, like, uh, like Joseph, uh, Lord, we pray that it would be the means by which you teach us and help us to grow in wisdom. Hmm. Amen. Amen. Thank you very much, Johnny. And uh, thank you, everyone, for listening. Hope you have a great day. Bye.